welcome to Rich Girl Radio, where I give you the business. It is your girl, Danielle Morrell, platinum business coach and mentor to savvy women entrepreneurs, design a simpler way to scale, and create a feminine lifestyle business by design. And on today's episode, I have a special guest, baby sleep expert, Tamiko Kelly. And this is an exciting episode because we're going to be talking all about building a business with babies. And I don't want to waste not a second more. So let's go ahead and jump into the episode. So I'm so excited to have this conversation because as you know, you've been listening to my platform for any time that, you know, talking about entrepreneurship and also family life for women, being a, a mom, a working mother is also important to share with women how it's possible and that it is possible to have it all when you have the right strategy and support. So it's so exciting to have Tamika on here because what she does has always been very fascinating to me, and I know everybody who hears what you do, <laughs> um, Tamika, as a mom myself of two boys, and I know, like, those early stages of bringing a new baby and children into the, the fold. Um, so before, you just, before I get started, I want you to tell everyone listening exactly, like, what you do, and yeah, get into it. I love it. So thank you so much for having me. So I help tired mamas feel like themselves again by teaching them how to get their babies sleeping through the night. I uh, My clients call me a baby whisperer, and I've basically spent over 50,000 hours, I probably say it's closer to 70, 80 now, um, perfecting the art of teaching your baby to sleep through the night. So it doesn't matter if you're a new mom, a veteran mom of three, have twins, have a high-needs child, a spirited child. I've met your child in some shape or form or fashion before in my career, and um, I am confident that I can help both of you get the good night's sleep that you have been dreaming of. Oh, that's so awesome. That That is phenomenal. And you know it's why I love this so much, and I love that they call you the baby whisperer, because, again, like I remember when I had my first child, you know, it's like, you definitely come home with no instructions. And I don't think, you know what I mean, like there's so much on like how to get a baby to go to sleep. Well, and there's like not a lot of information, like right. there's some techniques, but as a new mom, you're like desperate for that. So like kind of talk to me, like when do you, like you said, do you meet with the, the parents before, do you meet with them before they have their child? Do you kind of, like you kind of come whenever they need you? And what does that kind of look like when you work with the parent? Like, Talk to me about that. Yeah, so I work with families in three different ways. Um, the way I started my business was um, what I call slumber parties, where I actually come over to your house and do the sleep training for you. Um, and I've worked with families um, with this from you know brand new newborns all the way up to kids who are in kinder and still aren't sleeping. So I've done the full gamut as far as that. So that's one way families work with me. Then they also work with me in my baby sleep training program, the Feel Like Yourself Again Baby Sleep Solution, where I basically distilled my knowledge, and then you can take the online course and follow my signature six-step system to get your babies to sleep, and then um, also one-on-one, so virtual one-on-one coaching um, support as you go um, through sleep training and um, basically get a customized solution directly for your particular family, your particular situation. So families 
contact me at all stages. So I have parents who contact mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. when they're pre- pregnant and saying, hey, we want you to come over to our house and give us the instructions. I have families who are like, oh, my God, my eight-month-old baby has never slept and enough is enough. And then I also, you know, have families that kind of were playing the waiting game and they waited mm-hmm. and waited and waited. And now they have a five-year-old who isn't sleeping and they're in kinder and the teacher's telling them, hey, your daughter's falling asleep in class, and so now they have to do something about it. Um, and so I, I get parents at all the stages, but I would say primarily the stage that, that parents call me is typically, you know, around after the six-week mark. So six weeks to uh, about 18 months is typically the, the majority of the parents that I work with. So while the babies are still in the crib before they make the big transition to the toddler bed. Fabulous. I love the fact that you have multiple ways to work with you, and I really love that you have your online program as well. So I definitely am going to want you to kind of make sure you, you know, go over that so we everybody, I'll make sure that this is down in the descriptions as well um, and so that you'll be able to find all the links to her program. But I love that you have a virtual option as well because that allows, you know, moms, new moms are, you know, to be able to access you even if they can't get you one-on-one. So I love that. So, you know, kind of tell me about, like, some of the challenges that you find with mothers, especially, and we're speaking primarily to the entrepreneurial women because we were just talking before this, the unique needs. But let's talk about some of the challenges that you see with moms who do not address their child's sleeping behaviors and, help, you know, moms who don't get out of that support, like what are some of the things that you kind of see that their challenges and stresses are? Yeah, so what I would say is that, you know, for entrepreneurial women who um, have had a business and are, you know, going into this new season of motherhood, um, your life is going to change, and that's a good thing, right? But I think a lot of women don't prepare for that change. They just think mm-hmm. that I'm going to have a baby and everything's going to stay the same, and I'm just no, it's not going to stay the same. I've worked with thousands of families, and it truly is going to be different. So one of the biggest things that, you know, moms can do, especially, you know, entrepreneurial women who have a business pre-baby, is to get that support beforehand. So set yourself up for success before the baby comes, understanding that you may have planned to have a vaginal delivery, but you may have a C-section, which means that you may be out for longer than what you thought you were going to be out. So having that structure in place um, to support you as you're healing and getting back will really make the transition a lot easier for both you and um, and your family. Um, a lot of the moms who come to me who do have businesses One of the biggest things that I hear about, Danielle, is that they're just like, oh, my gosh, I can't get anything done. I can't do client calls now. I can't Mm -hmm. do my Mm -hmm. workshops. They don't want to be one-on-one anymore. Right. They're like, I can't do, I don't know when baby is going to sleep. Right. And so I hear this all the time. And so, you know, one of the biggest things that I tell moms is to get help. You know, I'm all about the O word, which is all about outsourcing and getting that help. Like, you literally cannot do it all. There's nothing wrong saying, hey, I only have two hands (laughs) and uh, two legs and two feet, and I can only go so fast and type so quickly and do so much. I Mm -hmm. need somebody else to come in and help me. 
And as someone, I can say that, you know, we, because that was insane, like, after six, like, it was pushing eight weeks, and I was, like, with my oldest, I was, like, oh, I do, like, sleep, the sleep thing was, like, uh, and I'm telling all new moms or moms-to-be who are checking this out, I'm letting you know right now, trust me, getting your baby to sleep will be one of your biggest priorities after, like, eight to ten weeks. Like, you will be right. pushing around, like, how do I get this baby to go to sleep? <laughs> right. You will. So, it, like Tamika said, I mean, it's one of the best, like, investments you could be, you're, you could, I mean, it's funny when we think of baby prep, we think of bottles, and we think of onesies, and all of that is nice and needed, you know what I mean, right. I promise yeah. you, but the thing we hear the most that, you know, most new parents complain about is the lack of sleep, which is the one thing they, you know, to try to figure out on their own, quite honestly. A lot of people yeah. are doing all kind of crazy stuff and the swings and bouncing on bouncy balls to figure right. it out. So what I will say is that, you know, this would, you know, again, we'll put the information where to get this virtual program, the course. So this would be a great registration guest. You know, but do you right. have people get this at the course and as gifts or buy it for their, their um, friends and family who are expecting yeah, I have lots of um, families who put me on the registry list, whether that's for my in-person or for the course, because typically it's from moms who have been there, done that, and they know how crazy they were with the lack of sleep and how ridiculous it was for them. I mean, I've had moms tell me stories like they forgot to lock the wheels on the um, stroller and they live on top of a steep hill and the baby's stroller went rolling down the hill because they forgot to lock the wheels. And I've had moms tell me they were, ran a red light with their kids in the background because they were so tired. So, I mean, I've, I've heard so many stories from sleep-deprived moms that led them to contact me. And so, you know, I'm really on a mission to help one million families get a good night's sleep at 2025, and because I know the power that that can have on the family dynamic. You know, I have, you know, scores and scores of testimonials from moms who, you know, just tell me about the transformation that happened, you know, while they were working with me. But honestly, you know, for me, I know that when um, when the baby sleeps, mama sleeps. When mama sleeps, mama's happy. When mama's happy, everybody in the house is happy, right? So, right, right, you know, right. You know, you know, for me personally, I know the power of sleep. And quite honestly, once you have a baby that sleeps and you can sleep, you can actually start dating your spouse again. And it's not this tug of war about who's going to do this and who's going to do that and how are we going to get this done and how, like, all of the arguments that happen because you both are so exhausted, all of that just, it becomes a non-issue. I love that. I so love that because, and that's what I'm, like, this platform is all about, is about empowering women with tools and resources for them to, you know, take control over their lives, you know what I mean, and, and not to feel like, you know, overwhelmed or stressed out. So having, you know, people like you who are working and operating in their purpose and who are, you know, I mean, I love the fact that you said a million, you know, I love that mission and movement because you're, you're absolutely right. You know, it does when you're able to be proactive and you know that sleep is going to be an issue and you, you know, and I think it's empowering that you're giving women the tools to know that you can sleep train your child in a healthy, happy way. You know what I mean? And so yeah. those that is available, and since it is, 
it does reduce a lot of tension, new parent tension, and we were talking about this too, is that, you know, there's a lot of high-achieving women and entrepreneurship and just driven women who want to have it all, and, but when they don't figure out these base, like these details here, this leads to the tension, the resentment, and the, the marriage, and the mm-hmm. overtired, and, you know, Unfortunately, unfortunately, husbands really do expect us to be superwomen. And in the way that we can be superwomen is using super support behind the scenes that they right. don't even like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, this is all done. Oh, you didn't know? You right. know, like, exactly. I think you got this under control. So I right. love the fact that, you know, that's what I think we should really be letting women know. Like, your life doesn't have to get out of control just because you had a baby. You don't have to feel, you know what I mean? Like, you're here to figure it out. So, I love that, and I definitely want any women that are listening who know of somebody, an expectant mother, entrepreneur, or woman in general who, you know, would benefit from this. Again, this would be an awesome registry gift. <laughs> you know, so right. this, this call goes for anybody, even if you are a mother now or you're going to be or you're never going to be. You know somebody who could benefit from this, and I promise you, you will have the most favorite gift of them all. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I mean, because you will instantly become the best one at the party. But, um, <laughs> because, you know, moms talk about, well, I think moms talk about everything in self sleep. So they talk about, you know, car seat safety. You go to your Lamaze classes. You go to breastfeeding classes. You go to all the classes, but nobody goes to a sleep class. And then the baby gets oh, well, you and, and, like, and then check the this out. And then. <laughs> And then check this out. I honestly, it might step on some toes here, but I honestly think moms love using the sleep thing to make themselves feel better. It's right. one of those things like, well, my baby sleeps through the Oh, that is like, oh, you want to piss a mom off early in her, <laughs> uh, in her newborn stage, walk up to her and say, oh, my little Johnny slept through the night. He was such a good baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've never had any issues with him. But I almost feel like it's like a mean mommy thing that I'm in. <laughs> I mean, and I'm not yeah, judging yeah. no moms who've done this, but you know we've all, you know, we've, yeah. I can say I've thought this before, and you've heard this, so you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. It's like the sleep thing is almost like the coveted thing, like, it's like the secret. Like, if your baby was born sleeping today or you figured it out, it's like, ooh, you know what I mean? And right. then you have to hear all your friends be like, oh, my kid, I, he's three and he's still not sleeping through the night. It's like, yeah. oh, well, I don't know what to tell you about that. <laughs> you know, what I mean? like, uh, you know so don't right. you in a way feel like sometimes the sleep is actually used as a, a measuring stick, like how good mm-hmm. your baby came out based on if they just went to sleep or not? Right. No, yeah, no, I mean, I did. So, that, like, you know, again, and I'm, I'm a part of a lot of moms groups. I go to a lot of mom-centered events, and there's a lot of judgment in the mom community around sleep as a whole, you know, right. how much you're getting or how much you're lacking. There's a lot, of, a lot of judgment around that. And to be quite honest, I tell moms all the time, every baby who was born, outside of those who have severe medical issues that require require, you know, long, um, long terms of medical intervention, every healthy baby, even the ones who are in NICU and eventually get out and then become, you know, healthy babies, they have the ability to sleep through the night. Like there's not a magic wand that's given to 
to babies at birth that says, okay, if you don't have the pink wand, you can't sleep. Right. If you have the green wand, you're going to be up all night until you're five. Like, like, that's not how it works. Like, all right. babies, if given the right structure, if given the right set of tools, can totally sleep through the night. And so I think that there's a lot of lies and rumors on the internet telling mom stupid stuff like, oh, your baby will sleep through the night when they're ready, and some kids just don't just need a lot of sleep, and it's just, it's, it's a bunch of bull. Like, at the end of the day, we were all born with the need to sleep at night and be awake all day. That's really how we, we, we were created to, to, to sleep. And so if you're not getting that um, continuous, uninterrupted sleep, it's going to affect you in ways that, like, you didn't even know it could affect you. It's going to definitely affect your memory, your focus, your ability to stay calm. It's definitely going mm. to, you know, push you into situations that you wouldn't have been in before. Like I've had clients tell me that they are yelling at their kids for something that wouldn't even have been a big deal. But they have this riff in their house now because mom is doing every single thing. She has no help. Dad thinks that, hey, you're just a woman. You can do everything. And the other kids are leaning on her like they did before the new baby came. And so she's frustrated. And so not everybody feels the tension from her. And all that could be avoided. Just get the baby to sleep. So that everybody in the house can be a happy, cohesive unit. Right, right. And that is, like, like so why well, I'm so glad you're on here because that, again, is what I'm so passionate about. I want women to know that it is possible for you to have a healthy, happy marriage, to have, have healthy, happy kids, to have a business, to not be burnt out. Definitely what I'm encouraging is definitely for women to get in a position where they can't afford to get help. You know, or right. the great thing is that you made it accessible with your program, so there's really no excuse, you know what right. I mean? But this, to me, like, is, and I'm glad we're bringing this up because, it's often not talked about a lot, and again, we, we see a lot of new moms, especially in entrepreneurship, who are banging it out, you know, blowing it up before motherhood. And I, I can count on a, one or two hands, you know, actually the number of women in the last several years who've had new babies who I can totally see their businesses change, their the way they're able to go at it. And I can, you know, so motherhood definitely does change you. So one is making right. sure you have a business that's really going to support that, you know what I mean, and, and thinking of, you know, really being honest with that. But definitely having the sleep and having a system that's going to support you because, two, when your kid does get on that sleep set the early that they can, and I'll let you share when's a good time to definitely start sleep training your child, but, when you do, it is so much more predictable to do work because mm -hmm. usually when they do nap, it's not cat naps. It's not meow naps. It's like right. you can get a good hour and a half in because they're not napping all throughout the day. You know what I mean? Right. And then irritability. I can for sure see that. Uh, it's funny. My oldest was sleep trained as a baby. He's 10 years old and has never had sleep issues. The other one, he wasn't as sleep trained as the first one, and and at six years old, he's coming back into the bed, which is actually quite funny because I'm like, oh, you always think that sleep training happens with newborns, but there's a period where some of these little kids will sleep, you know, will be good through two, three, and four, mm -hmm, <laughs> and then mm -hmm. come back at six, and they're back in your bed all the time. I'm like, what right. is this? You know what I mean? Right, yeah. So I actually, if I, if I had to make an educated guess, I would say that doing solid good sleep training from the beginning actually has long-lasting sleep 
good habits versus kind of not and just letting them figure it out on their own. It's kind of like a rough patch the whole way through. Right. I mean, no, it's like you're exactly always bad. No, you're exactly (laughs) right because I have clients. I literally talked to one the other day who was like, oh, my God, Tamiko, I'm so glad I work with you. We worked together like six years ago. She texted me. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I work with you because my child is the only one in his class that sleeps all night long in his own room. And parents are like, oh, my God, how did you do that? And she was like, I hired Tamiko when he was six weeks old. That's how I did it. Like, she's like, I was serious about this when he was little because I knew I did not want to have to be dealing with this you know, as he gets older. So, I mean, so that's, that's definitely something So let's put that out there again so everybody hears this loud and clear what we're saying. What we're saying is that this sleep training has long-term benefits beyond the baby. Like, you know, you might actually think you're avoiding sleep training at a young age and getting away with it, and then it comes back at five, six, seven, they still don't have good healthy, you know what I mean, sleeping right. strategies themselves to cope, you know what I mean? Right. And so they're back in your bed. But when you do do it for me, they kind of develop, you know, these strategies and they're used to, you know what I mean? So that's another thing. This does have long-term effects, and just because you think you're getting away with it now, that does not guarantee <laughs> that right. you're getting away. Oh, my gosh, And it for does sure. disturb sleep. It, sleep. it messes with your intimacy because then my husband has to go to another room, you know right. what I mean? And then he's mad at my son, like, dude, like, we can't, you know, so it includes <laughs> all these conversations. It does, You know, yeah. so it, it is something to be said, and, um, and that's something, too, for moms, too, I, and this is me personally, I just want to say, like, you know, your husband is just as important as your new children as well. And I know for yeah. new moms, it's like the focus goes from, you know, he should understand it's a new baby or, you know, three-month-old baby, six-month-old baby, he should understand. Um, and he does, he does. You know, right, men should be, yeah. you know, lenient in that time. You know, they should be lenient in that time. But you don't want to make it a habit that your kid comes before meaning like, oh, well, he's got to sleep in the bed. you got to find somewhere else. Like, right, no, little yeah. Johnny's got to get it together. You know what right, I mean? Yeah, little Johnny yeah. is all in, you know. Yeah, so it's not because well, I do hear that a lot, too, where moms start to, well, we just can't figure out any other way, you know, and it's like right. it becomes a habit. It becomes a pattern where, like, yeah. you know, it spends years where dad's getting kicked out or he's the one falling off the edge of the bed. Right. Right. (laughs) No, for sure. And I also think we as women have to stop seeing sleep training as this evil or bad thing that only certain moms do. And it's like, no, babies are not born with the ability to sleep. Like it's like they literally do not come out the womb knowing how to do that. So it's just like you wouldn't let your child walk out in the traffic. You wouldn't put your baby in the car or not put them in that car seat and buckle them and strap them in. It it should be the same level of care given to them around sleep because they literally don't know how to do it. So unless you show them how, unless you give them those skills, they're not waking up because they're trying to control you, they're manipulating you. They're waking up because they literally don't don't know how to do it. Like they just don't know what to do. So if you're the mom who is, you know, holding your babies all day, breastfeeding them every hour on the hour. If you're bouncing them, walking them around, you're basically teaching them that, okay, to sleep, mama has to do all of this rigmarole to get me to sleep. And so don't be mad at them. Be mad at yourself. And so at the end of the day, it's it's totally – 
your baby can totally do it. Like they can totally sleep through the night. Because that four, that that's like the fourth time. Like we for like we don't hear enough about that fourth trimester, but they're literally just coming out where they were all bundled up and like their hands couldn't hit him in the face in the right. room, you know, mm-hmm. like they couldn't startle them. They were in a tight spot. Now they're coming out, and they're still in that fourth trimester. They, they're not used to having that. So, so I know, you know, like that hitting, like the swatting in their hands right, <laughs> and exactly. the picking themselves up is yeah. one of them. So that's like a technique you got to learn how to master, which I know you'll swaddling is important. I'm not yeah. giving you all the, you know, you moms know some, but there's techniques that I know that you teach that these, like a lot of moms are not familiar with that are right. very safe and unharmful, but are like things that immediately make a difference. So these yeah. are definitely skills that you need to learn in. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a game changer for sure. When do you, when do you recommend sleep training to start for a newborn? So for brand new babies, I believe in sleep conditioning, which basically is from day one, you show them the ex- how you expect them to sleep moving forward, which means you expect them to sleep in their own space, whether it be a crib or a bassinet. You expect them to, you know, when you put them down, the expectation is that, you know, you sleep. A, you know, a longer stretch. Now, you and I both know that newborns have to regain their birth rate, right? So we know that newborns are going to have to be, most of them are going to have to be waking up because, like, they would happily just sleep, sleep, sleep. But we know that they have to be waking up to, to feed literally around the clock on a, on a set schedule um, so that they can regain their birth rate. So, you know, we're all aware of that. And we also know that some moms choose in the beginning to have their babies in the room with them. That is you know, totally up to you and your family's dynamic. But at the bare minimum, what I tell moms is that you have got to set the expectation of what you want their sleep to look like moving forward. So I believe from day one from the hospital, you set that stage because that is going to be I love that. I love how you say that. Yeah. I love how you use the word conditioning too because from day one because that – you know, because when you hear train, yeah, that's like, oh, my gosh, you know, like I'm going to be, you know, and the baby's too young to be trained. And right. so that's good how you've added in, like, okay, we're conditioning from day one, so it's not like we're forcing them to adhere to this strict schedule right. at a baby, but we're right. already, so we're already easing them into it because it could catch on quicker than you think, you know, right? right? Oh, I know sure. you've had some moms who's, you started conditioning and then the babies were training and you're like, oh, wow, you know what I mean? Like, right. it's because the sooner you start that conditioning prob- process, probably the easier it is to transition into the, you know, the more regimented schedule. The youngest baby I've had sleep 12 hours is nine weeks. So she slept 12 hours in a row without a peep. She was out. And that was because we started literally from the first day from the hospital, getting her um, into a a structured schedule and routine. And again, I I, I really want to drive this point home because there's so many sainted mommies out here on the Internet, you know, filling mom's head with these lies about you can't get your newborn to sleep and they just need to be snuggled and held all day. And it's like those kind of definitive statements are the reason why we have so many moms who mm. um dealing with things like postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety yeah. that um that are divorcing their partners because they cannot balance everything. Who are not stretched. taking showers for a week. And right. I'm gonna say, ladies, I'm gonna go ahead and put this in my platform. I love to make sure you didn't say this, but I'm gonna say this. 
I don't want to see y'all posting on there that y'all haven't taken a shower in more. I mean, I'm going to just say 24 hours. <laughs> if you are, like, that shocked, okay, then you need to get, like, then you need to be on Tamika's website tomorrow because this, it does not need to get to this point. You know right. what I mean? Exactly. There should be, your baby should be able to be put down for a, a long enough for you to take a shower daily, moms. We cannot let ourselves just let this be the standard. Right. <laughs> like, no. Well, and that's exactly what I'm saying. It's like it's the, it's those kind of statements like that. Oh, I haven't showered in a week. Oh, I can't, and almost being like proud of it. Like, oh, I haven't showered in a week. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, it's oh. not a badge of honor. Right. It's like nobody. Like, well, nobody's giving out Girl Scout badges to the most exhausted mom on the planet. Like, it's not a right, thing. Right. It doesn't happen. So at the end of the day, it's like it is up to you, as the adult to set the structure and the stage for your home. And again, nobody else can do this for you. I think a lot of women expect just a magical fairy to come from heaven when the baby arrives and just says, okay, this is how everything's going to unfold. And I'm like, no, the, this happens before the baby arrives. You prepare right. before the baby comes. I think that that is, if you hear nothing else that I say to you on today's podcast, Prepare before the baby arrives because at the end of the day, if you have other children, which many moms now are, and a lot of my clients have huge gaps in between their kids. Like they may have a Mm -hmm. seven-year-old and now have a newborn. Things have changed so much in the baby arena in between that seven years that it's it's just like being a new parent all over again. There's new gadgets. Mm -hmm. There's new things. It's it's just a whole new world, right? That is true. I'm like, geez. I'm like, since my babies were born, I'm like, wow, things are really picking up in the baby. Exactly. It changes so quickly. And so doing that prep work beforehand and raising your hand and saying, okay, I know that I'm a business owner and I want to continue to serve my clients. I know that I'm going to take a maternity leave of, you know, 90 days or six weeks or however long you want to take a maternity leave. But once that leave is up, I want to be able to come back and focus on my business. How am I going to make that happen? Girl, like you're going to have to get help. Like you're going to have to enlist help consistently so that you can work on your business. Like there, there is no magic to this. The magic is preparation. If you want to know the key to running a, a, a successful business as a mom, it's called preparation. That's what, that is the magic key. The, it is not getting up in the morning and just winging it. It is preparing right. for your success and knowing that when the baby comes, your life is going to be different, and that's to be expected. But what's not okay is for you to start blaming everybody else for the mess that you created in your business. It's like you have to be responsible yes. for that yourself. Right, right. And that that's why it's just so awesome that, you know, that's why I said what you do is so fascinating because I heard like, oh, my gosh, you know what I mean? I'm like, this is like, where were you? You know, <laughs> you know and so it's just like I'm sure – when mom is here to do the, like, excitement, like, oh, wow, because, you know, this is me. And one point that I want to say, too, and then we'll be wrapping it up, is that, you know, the kids who do get sleep, you know, help and support and get on the path of healthy sleeping earlier in life, I can tell you, too, that behavioral-wise, you know, mm-hmm. you'll have fewer tantrums, You even from smaller babies, you know, mm-hmm. fewer outbursts. Um, and those are the things that really, too, also take you aback. You know what I mean? That, mm-hmm. you know, um, kids that aren't sleeping well consistently, you know, require way more attention just mm-hmm. because they're usually more cranky, you know. And, and 
it's harder to put sleepy kids to sleep. That's the mm-hmm. craziest thing, too. Yeah. Like, this is weird. You mean they're so <laughs> tired, and they when they're dead exhausted, they don't go to sleep. This is right. interesting, you know? Right. And it gets worse. Right, it gets <laughs> okay. worse. It's like so they get a second like wind. They get these, second energy. Yeah, yeah, it's like this weird scenario that if you don't, you know, address it, it, it gets even worse, and then you that's where I feel like you start to lose control as a mom is not really able to predict your children's behavior in certain scenarios and situations, and you can't calm them down because of lack of sleep. Like, imagine you're, you are having to take a quick client call. Well, your child that's sleepy is going to be, like, way more to battle to keep quiet mm-hmm. than a child that's well-rested. So I mm-hmm. also want parents to understand that this isn't something that is, um, oh, this is going to get me through the first couple months or, you know what I mean, or this mm-hmm. is, this is like, when you're making this type of investment, this is setting you you and your child up for success way beyond yeah. the baby sleep stages. Like this changes right. their whole, you know, how they learn and grow. I mean, even to the point of how well they're going to learn and, you know, be smart, you know, because right. the lack of sleep will mess with that. So I know that's a big part for you too is helping parents understand that, you know, this is going to really set you up beyond just this couple months of, the first few months. Oh, I mean, most definitely. I mean, I mean, literally, I can't tell you how many times I have a lot of repeat. I have a lot of repeat clients too, Danielle, because of that. Because they, awesome. because they see, they're like, okay, so because I made this investment, I now see the. I see the results of the work that we did in the beginnings. I want to repeat that over and over with each child that I have. So I've had some clients. I've worked with them for all three kids, all five kids, all six kids, because they're just like, everybody needs how sleeps. So everybody has yeah, to go through the Tamika program. Right, exactly. When they're awake, I can. I like them. I right, actually exactly. like these little kids. Maybe right. want to have another. Right, you know? exactly. Because yeah, it'll be like that if you don't have your kids sleep straight. Let me just say this another thing. You'll be like, you know what? I was thinking about having a big family, but you know what? It got shot down to two. One. <laughs> so, it's like you know, one you and done. You can't have yeah. a big family, too. Again, if you prep, this will be for sure something that will weigh you down, make you second guess having another child is if you don't do this right. You know what I mean? Yeah, so don't sure. overwhelm yourself, you know, by having a bunch of children. And, and, and be, get this done for everyone, starting with the right one, and I mean, this is a great conversation. Again, I love how talking to you about this because you fit so perfectly into this bigger mission of help, you know, showing women how it is that you can, you know what I mean, have be a great mother, be a great entrepreneur, but you're going to have to be smart and savvy and you're going to have to be right. proactive, you know what I mean? You can't be somebody who everything just happens to you. Oh, you just had the baby. Oh, the baby can't. Right. No. You need to teach right. your baby in your life like you teach your business, which is you're not going to just let things happen in your business, but, oh, wow, I didn't know you knew that was coming and right. you did something so it wouldn't fall apart. Don't let well, your don't use your kids as an excuse at your business. Right. Anything. I mean, all right, that should be the reason why you want to nail this and get this done right from the start so that you can continue to be an example for them of what's possible, continue to support your family and build that generational wealth. And I think you know, one of your previous um, lives, you were talking about why six figures is not what it used to be. And I think that this is critical for women to really hear because as you, you know, become a mom, 
babies cost a lot more money than what you think that they're going to cost. Any mom can tell you that. And I think that this it's a conversation that if you are the breadwinner for your family and, you know, this is a conversation that you need to be having with your partner pre the baby arriving because there are mm-hmm. going to be expenses that need to be added to the family's budget. And I'm telling you right now, sleep consulting, seat training, whether you want to have someone come to your house and do it for you and stay with you for weeks or whether you want to do um, an online program, it needs to be added as a line item on your budget because it is critical to your success, to your business success, and honestly to to the success of your relationship. Yeah, and so I would even venture, you know, we spend a lot of time buying the cute bows and the cute this and the cute that and everything. Don't don't let this be something. Don't let this be like, oh, this is a nice dad. This is, look, the baby can wear the same onesies and the same socks <laughs> for the first couple of months. Ain't nobody right. going to know. Your baby right. don't even have a new outfit every single, unless you want to do all of that quest this and go right. knock it out. But, right. you know, so I, like I said, I'm so glad you came here. We're going to have all of the information where they can find you, talk to you, and get the course if they want to do it that way down below in the show notes. Um, but, yes, this, and Tamika is somebody that I hands down, well, you know, verified, endorsed, support, you know what I mean? <laughs> she knows herself. She's been doing this a long, long time. She's one of the top experts in the country, you guys. There's very few people on Tamika's level with her type of experience um, doing this. So, I look forward, you know, for all the new mamas that are going to be getting new sleep over Tamika's mission and uh, movement to help a million parents get through the night. So it, I hope you're one of them. You're going to want it. You're going to need it. Trust right. me. Right. You're going to need it. You'll be back. Right. Oh, my gosh. Well, and I also, you know, Danielle, too, you know, even for our moms who are not new. So even if you, you know, you kind of skipped it and, like, you have a toddler with a sleeping I can help you too. You know, at the end of the day, sleep is a critical part of your family, whether your child is two months old or two years old. And if you Mm -hmm. are not getting the sleep that you know that your family needs, that your child needs for growth and development, I can't tell you how many times I get calls from moms whose kids are about to be put on heavy medications because their behavior is so out of control at school. And when I do more of my deep diving that I do on my calls with these moms, it really illuminates to me that their child is just completely exhausted. And the acting out is a result of the Mm -hmm. lack of sleep, right? And if we can nail down the sleep situation, maybe the behavioral issues would lessen. So I I I truly believe that, yes, absolutely. So I really, I'm, I'm really uh, an advocate for kids getting long sleep, you know, 10 to 12 hours a night because they really do need it. Like it's not an option. And in America, we try to make sleep like an option, and it's really not for them. They really, we all need it. Like let's just be clear. We all need a good night's sleep, but they really need a good night's sleep for sure. Yes, and I and I'm glad you finalized in bringing that it isn't just pretty much because like I said too, not only do you see behavioral problems, but this is another one too. Just to, on this note, relationship. If you find that your partner and you are not getting the space you two need, you know, and he's in you know, and that happens in the older ages too, you know, yeah. and then there's tension in the relationship. So if you see that tension coming up in your marriage because you know the husband's like we got to do something, you make this a priority. Trust me. Getting your kid to sleep and having a better attitude at an earlier age can really 
solve a lot of this relationship tensions as well. Because trust me, daddies don't do well either without sleep. Mamas, no. we do a little. We can we function a little bit better. But daddies are right up there with toddlers with no sleep. <laughs> you will mess around and have two tantrums up in this joint. It'll be daddy, and it's like, why are you snapping? I right. like, I'm trying to sleep. Okay, all right, <laughs> okay. We need to get daddy on the sleep program too. So. Right, exactly for <laughs> uh, sure. Put a pacifier and swaddle him up, pat him. <laughs> yeah. um, awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to chat with us and like I said I'm going to make sure the ladies know where to find you and it was a pleasure and ladies cheers to better sleep and managing it all Woo-hoo. <laughs>